<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Selling my soul, working all day. Spent three hours watching this bullshit game, so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Get trapped back home and drive my head back away. And welcome back to Fuck You. you. We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting across from me, as always, is Lloyd Johnson. And sitting to my left, we have a guest. The beautiful, talented. No, that's me, Lloyd. My favoritest person alive. That's me, Lloyd. No, none of those things. (laughs) Freezy Lee. Is your microphone... That's my fault. (laughs) Say that again for the people. Breezy Lee. Oh, hell yeah. Breezy, how the fuck are you? I am swell, Alex. How are you? I am doing good, man. uh, I've been getting all the Skyline Cups. I am one letter away from completion. I have Hootie. Yes. Yes, that's rad. That's fucking rad, dude. Most um, of the tri-state area has been doing the same thing. <laughs> what do you mean? This, like, just like trying to get all the cups? Out? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my God. Everybody. Which, which Skyline do you work at again? I'd prefer to not say, just in case you got creeps listening here. <laughs> we have two as co-hosts. <laughs> no, I work at uh, the lovely Dent Skyline. Oh, okay. Off uh, 74. It's, it's actually pretty cool because... We get a lot of people traveling that want to try it for the first time. Oh, no so shit. That's that's pretty awesome. And we're, we're like by the only hotels on the west side. So, oh, no shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool because obviously I get really excited. when no, I've, I've said we need a bell for when people try it for the first time and they like it. Or like a maybe. And what do, they, what do they get if they don't like it? Um, Lifetime ban from Cincinnati. I was going to say, there's plenty of people that go, well, I don't like it. And we're just like, oh, well, it's not for everybody. It's not for, it really, it's like Cincinnati. It's like Alex's comedy. It's it's, for, it's not for most people. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I say it's this. It's not for people with good taste. Very true. Um, <laughs> hey, Wolfgang Puck likes it. Whatever. My uh. fan base is my mother and Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> <laughs> um, well done, sir. Well done. Thank very you. nice. Very nice. It's like Anthony DeVito's joke. It's like I saw this guy, Anthony DeVito. He's Grace Comic Alive. And look, it's the lead singer of the band Train. I know. Weird <laughs> fan base. It's like my mom, my grandma, guy that wrote Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> hey, that's a great band. I don't care. Dude, I love Train. 
Dude, have you heard the Lloyd? Have you heard his story about Train? He like got to work on like no, Train's cruise. Actually, yeah, maybe I have. It's so fucking good. He saw Shaggy live. What? Oh, it was he fucking saw Boombastic. wild. Mr. Lava Lava. But dude, Davida's the best. <laughs> uh, you guys just did a. Uh, Baby. You and. Uh, Lloyd Breezy, you guys did the little pie and violence show together. We did. How was it? It was really fun. Nice. Um, it was fun to be on stage with Lloyd, and uh, there were plenty of funny people there. We were competing with Oktoberfest. That's right. Well, I wasn't even aware because, like, I don't really partake in the outdoor beer festivities. Okay. So, um, but it was still like. The people that showed up, like, because you can probably attest to this. If no matter what size the crowd is, if it's a good crowd, it's a good crowd. I have a story about that that I'm going to tell in a second. Again, uh, yep. <clears throat> but like I said before, oh, well, I guess we're not. No one knows before. Uh, no, I think like the crowd wasn't as big as I, I thought it could have been based on on past shows that yeah that, that were. But they were amazing. They were Fuck great. Yeah. Such a good crowd as far as like. Laughing, being cool, uh, like being thankful to everybody. I I couldn't have been any more happy with that. Like a lot of times, like when people go to Chameleon for a show, like it's the kind of room where it's small enough. But like the people that go there for the show are usually going to have a good time. Yeah, I I couldn't have asked for a better crowd or or a better reaction from the crowd. And uh, friends of the pod, Alex Leeds, Phil Pointer. (sighs) Luke, Luke Stapp, who just had her first host night at Go Bananas for Santora. Woo! Good job. Yeah. Um, I got to talk to Mary for a little bit because like, she's been a past guest of the podcast. And because they, they just lost Nick Chubb for the year. And I'm just like, you guys excited for Jerome Ford? And then she said, I haven't watched the Browns in two years. And why is that? Because Deshaun Watson is a flaming piece of shit. <clears throat> Which, if you don't know anything else about Mary Santoro, she's been a lifelong fucking Browns fan. Yeah, dude, like but, huge, fervent support. Yeah, yeah, uh, but also just stand-up person, huge stand-up person. So she's like, yeah, if you guys are gonna hire a known sexual predator as our, it's what everyone in Pittsburgh should have done for sixteen years or whatever, but didn't. Yep. It shows why, yeah, Cleveland does have somewhat of a respectable fan base. Yes. And a not respectable quarterback. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, on uh, the game the other day where they, they were like, oh, such classy fans in, in Pittsburgh after Chubb got hurt. I've seen cutoff videos where the crowd was screaming, fuck Chubb, fuck Chubb, fuck Chubb. And they're like, oh, such classy fans. They all yelled for Chubb when he was getting carted off the field. There were big sections of the stadium screaming, fuck Chubb. Oh, like while he got carted while off? While he was being carted oh, off the field. Oh, fuck off. That blows. You mean Pittsburgh people were Pittsburghing? Oh, that, that doesn't shock me. Um, I was going to say, uh, speaking of Chameleon, I had a, so I, I just got back from there. I did my set there. And I've been telling this joke recently about how I wonder if um, landlords have ever had sex with tenants. In exchange for free rent. And Lloyd, what'd you say previously? Oh, I worked for a lot of shitbag people who were in <laughs> construction that, you know, uh, 
construction loans and you can buy that have I've heard stories of like oh this hot chick moved into 3C and she ain't paid rate, rent in three months but I've had my butthole lick twice like it's always just the <laughs> grossest whatever Breezy so yeah, it looks happens. very uncomfortable right now well, she doesn't want to talk about the way she's paid her oh my god first of all fuck <laughs> you for that nah I'm looking like that because I was a property manager at one point and I didn't hear stories like that. What I heard stories about were usually um, people that worked on the team together meeting up in vacant apartments <coughs> on the property and having some fun during the work. No day. shit. Oh, yeah. Like, as, a, as a former maintenance person for an apartment uh-huh. complex, I can also attest to that happening. <laughs> No way. I was going to say oh. specifically maintenance people and uh, leasing agents and property managers. Wow. Because there are a lot of women property managers just because they're better at smoothing things over with pissed off residents. Oh, I bet. So, uh, the yeah, that's what I heard a lot about. Yeah, I can also say just working as maintenance for big apartment complexes, property managers... Same as landlords. It's, it's the same <laughs> as landlords. It's the, so, I never took such payment when I was a property manager. <laughs> so I told I so I told a joke night where I said like, my rent cost me an arm and a leg, and some people are like, well, my rent cost me a hand and a mouth, which is decent joke. That's fine. Doesn't do great, but uh, so a woman in the crowd, I asked like, is it a real thing? Do people like pay rent by banging? And someone woman goes like, yeah, actually, I I know it's true. I'm like, how do you know this? And she goes, "Oh, because I'm a landlord." <laughs> oh, and the room is a great crowd reaction. That's, I mean, like most crowd reactions are fucking just death to a show. Be- that is fucking amazing. Because okay, so I was thinking about this earlier. A lot of crowd, a lot of people who like claim they're helping the show, they're not. <sighs> this was like she didn't mean to help the show. It just happened, and the room fucking exploded. Yeah, it was when awesome. It, when it when it works like that, it's it is beautiful. It's a lovely thing. Completely agree. It's because it's just the serve. It was a yeah. Like, oh, it's great. It was a lob up and you just fucking overhead at yeah, home. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I had to throw a tennis reference in there somewhere. Of course you did. <laughs> um, Have you seen those hands? They look like tennis rackets. I mean, I'm convinced he doesn't use rackets when he plays. He just ties like <laughs> like crochet string between his fingers and. Man, I haven't measured my serve in like fucking fifteen years. At yeah, least, I'd be at afraid least. to get spiked, like by some. Like, have you played volleyball before? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I would be uh, terrified if you spiked something at me. Oh, oh, <laughs> I want you guys to take a guess. What is the fastest made serve in a tournament of all time? Say that again. What's the fastest made serve in a tournament of all time? Volleyball. Tennis. No, t- Tennis. Uh, one, like one hundred twenty-one. What's your guess? 121? What's your guess? I'm going to say 138. 163. Holy okay. shit. I think yeah. maybe 121 was... Uh, oh, never mind. I know where I got 121. We won't go into that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, his name was Sam Groth. It was 163 miles an hour. It's impossible to return that. Yeah. Um, I bet you Breezy could do it. Possibly. I don't know, man. I haven't played tennis in a while. Um... So I told this story earlier to Lloyd, but um, DJing pays my bills. 
it's a fun thing I do. I've been doing it at Milano's at, at my place in Dayton for a little bit. I've been doing it for a while now. Girls and, strip, guys DJ. Oh, I see. Yes, very much. Because um, I also like, I refuse to adopt a douchebag persona when I DJ. Yeah. Because often, cause like guy, a lot of guy DJs in particular, they like, they're so obsessed with like their mixes and like how cool they are. Because a lot of, I feel like a lot of DJs just like, Either we're never cool and they're trying to be, which is me, or you they... can stop there. There is no other option. They were people who tried to be cool and they were not. Well, but there's also see, there's also different kinds of DJs. Like <sighs> you, you have DJs that actually scratch. You have DJs which that, I do not do. And there are some DJs that can't even old school scratch that can only do the digital scratch now because they don't. Fuck I'm just saying, you're telling shit. me Skrillex got play in high school? No. No. And I feel like there's also some that, like, that were cool, <clears throat> but they're not really as cool anymore, but they kind of want to maintain their, like, they kind of want to latch onto that little bit of coolness they possibly have. So you're saying kids from performing arts high schools? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, and like I said, I, I refuse to adopt a DJ name. I think it's fucking douchey as shit. So. And I also DJ like, Catcher Mick coming at you five on the wedding side of DJ 316 Thank you for being the best guest of the night, Breezy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> not a high bar. Uh, <laughs> no, Thanks. I, <laughs> so, when we were talking earlier, I told you about my experience with a DJ that just. Uh, tell, that, tell that story, please. Right, so I was working security in an event at Annie's, and uh, they had a DJ. And before the show started, my quote-unquote boss at the time, meaning the guy who set up the, that particular gig, was like, hey, uh, don't fuck with this DJ at all. He's kind of a diva. <clears throat> and I'm outside talking to some friends of mine. And what's his name, Lloyd? Well, we're getting to that. I walk around and I see... It's hilarious. Not the normal size poster that you would have for promo at Annie's. He had the banners... Like the eight foot tall banners, and he brought the poles and rigs to hang the eight foot banners instead of because at Annie's you had a poster to promote your shit. His name was DJ Fist Pump. <laughs> it's DJ, so funny. DJ Fist Pump. Fist Pump. Like, mm, tss, 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 tss. hold on, was this like 2007? No, this has been like 2002. Oh, shit. Oh, God, like peak Nelly. It's <laughs> like I, I looked at my boss. I looked at my boss Scott at the time. And I was like, I'm just gonna work outside. He's like, Why? I was like, Because there's a zero percent chance that I see a guy who goes by DJ Fist Pump and I don't fuck with him. Uh, you know he had the faux hawk. You know he had a faux hawk. No, he was like backwards hat, five foot six. Oh, of course he was. Yeah. And he had like the lines almost like he had cornrows oh, shaved into his like crew cut hair. It, it was like some weird like static X bass player look. Like kind of like Prodigy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but like, similar. yeah, but, like but, that but, one but with song? white boy hair. Yeah, like. But with, I mean, straight up white boy military crew cut hair, but he had lines shaved <laughs> in like, like people do with their eyebrows now. I've seen that before. Yeah, uh, it was. And his hairline threaded. Yeah, like I, <laughs> I had to tell my boss at the time, like I, I'm just gonna work outside. 
I can't. He's like, why? I was like, there's no chance I work inside and I don't <laughs> immediately ruin this dude's life. <clears throat> and he, as I was talking to Alex at a different time, how? I would have walked up to him like, DJ fist pump for sure. <laughs> like, just throwing my fist in the air the whole time. Like, <clears throat> like, you're the yeah. best. Like, I would have not been able not? to. How could you not? How could you not? And also, you know what you should have done? You should have done that to the point where he was like, Hey, can you can someone get a bouncer to throw this guy out? It's like, all right, I'll call a bouncer. <laughs> what I'm saying is like knowing that you're literally the number two person in the security lineup, and they're like, "Don't fuck with this guy. He's kind of a diva." Oh, you mean DJ Fist Pump? Yeah, this job is not worth <laughs> losing out on fucking with this guy. So I'm just gonna stay outside and check IDs. That's that's all I'm doing. That's so fucking funny. I would have paid to see that. <clears throat> Dude, it, I, wish I, I wish I had a personal photographer that as soon as I saw DJ Fist Pump, like I said, not in the normal poster size, not not the normal like, you know, 35 by 44 or whatever he poster. He had the vinyl banner. He had the big vinyl banner with Oof. like the the poly, uh, the brushed nickel like oh, stand. That his people brought and set up outside of DJ Fist Pump. He had black lights too, didn't he? <clears throat> he didn't have anything in his life that related to anything black, even <laughs> once, or he would not have been doing what he was doing. Except if for stolen knew, music tracks. If he knew one black person, <laughs> he would have stopped what he was doing before I'd ever had that point. But oh, it was, no. yeah, it was everything in me not to just ruin that entire show. So sorry. But. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> you should take up DJ Fist Bump. Uh, I'm so white. My name is DJ Fist Bump. So, okay, that wasn't one of my winners tonight. That's <sighs> totally okay. Fist Hump. Uh, that that my uh, if some if I fist humped someone, they would die. <laughs> no, if you fisted someone, they would die. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of the. That's, I thought you, that's what he meant. That's that you, is what I meant. Okay. I, I'm certain you fist humped yourself most nights. Oh my god! Just once a week. Oh my god! But okay, twice. But um, today. It was once today and twice yesterday. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I say I say that so because like I I say, I refuse to adopt like a douchey persona. I just want to be a guy. I want to be. I, I refuse to adopt a DJ name. I think it's the douchiest shit in the world. I just want to be like a like a like a goofy DJ. I, I'm not go- like I play songs, bangers, sure, whatever, have a good time. But I just want to. I want to be. I want to be fun. I want to play good songs, and I want to be everyone's buddy. Okay, can I tell you something? Yes. So, as a child of a radio personality, go on. One of the ways that he, the mad pup. Yeah, uh, one of the ways that he would make spare spare cash on the weekends was he he would dj weddings oh dude that's what I, i'm doing that on uh, saturday okay well moral of the story he was a complete douchebag and uh oh, went by his radio personality name oh, like it was some dog. fucking sideshow and like i remember being a little kid like helping him cue up songs and him being like hey if those chicks come over here you tell me you're my sister. <laughs> and I'm looking up at him when I'm like 11 years old. Like, I fucking hate you, dude. No. So I will tell you, you could be like something silly, like a silly DJ name if you want to be silly. Like, you could be like DJ 
shooby dooby doo or shooby doo. Okay, so can I can I tell? Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt your story. No, no, I'm just saying, don't be that guy. So uh, th- hold on, can I before you do that, <laughs> Alex? If you ever have any children, please do exactly what it is she said her dad did, <laughs> so that some lucky dude down the line can can meet a girl like her that they don't <laughs> fucking deserve and. Like, please make another one of her. She's she's better. Than I'll us. do my best. It's fine. It- so so, I say all that. Um, Fast forward to him marrying marrying Erica Russell. Oh no! Anyways, Alex. Anyway, sorry, he sorry. doesn't respect women. I do. I think. Uh, I, I think you just don't count. Stop it! Stop talking. As a comedian, so um, <laughs> or person. Barely, but if she listens. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so um, I'll let that part out for sure. Um, <laughs> so I say all that. I had a I had a really cool thing happen to me, and Cody said it was a boring story, but I think it was great. <clears throat> uh, so I like to I also like to fuck with people. Yeah, just like mess with people and just have a good time. I also like to be everyone's buddy. So this past weekend, a uh, a girl came up to me, and because uh, I work at a college bar, and she told me that she was a part of the class of 2019. My opinion, the goat class. Um, a lot of my lot of friends, pocket hats was there, but um, a lot of other people were there. But and she said she's like, oh, I was a part of the class of 2019, and I was like, Rachel, and like I I recognized her almost immediately. So dude, we. We caught up for like a fucking hour. Oh yes. And oh, it gets way cooler. Uh oh. So I met her fiance, and he came up to me. He started talking. Like he was like, hey, "I remember you from back when I was in college, and you were super cool. You were like, because a lot of DJs like they are douchebags. Yeah. I just and have I had a douchey moments? Of course. But I also just want to be everyone's buddy. You know, I want to mess with people and just have a good time, and. This girl asked me, was like, how was I in college? And I said, oh, you were fucking hilarious. And we got along great. And she told me, and I don't remember this, but she told me, like, we used to, like, mess with his, uh, we used to mess with her fiance while I, would, while I would play music. And we just got on the mic and be like, where are you? Get over here now. And all this shit. And apparently this was, like, it was her then boyfriend. And that was, like, in the early stages of, of their relationship. And I think they like kind of like, I I I I feel weird saying it. it like helped them get closer a little bit. I guess. All right. And Don't then, feel weird saying it. Say what they said to you. He said that my sense of humor as a DJ helped get them engaged. Well, that's rad. I right? know. That's rad. Like, it was fucking awesome, dude. I'm all about like that's. I've told Lloyd this before. I pat myself on the back when I can like because I really do try to do that pay it forward type shit. Like, stay positive. Stay, like, because everyone, shitty's always going to be there. We know. We had him on the podcast about an hour ago. (laughs) I'm sitting right here. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, that's what it's about. That's rad. That's super rad. It was really cool, man. Yeah, I love that you got to have that, though. That was, it was just such a cool thing. And it's like, and I, and I, and Lloyd knows this because, like, because I am in therapy now. And there have been times where I've treated this podcast like therapy. But I'm trying to hate myself less, and as you should. And that was Which just also. Wh- let's give a big a shout, a big shout out to Uncle Cy for 
<clears throat> I owe that dude a lot. Like, we could go back and listen to episodes where I've told you that I think that's a good idea. And I'm not, sorry, this, doesn't, this sounds like I'm trying to, like, big up myself. I'm not. I'm saying, like... <laughs> you did. But I did not convey it to you in a way that he managed to do. Yeah. And I love that about him. I love that he understood how to communicate with you in a way that it landed. <clears throat> and you took the steps that... that given conversation we had you kind of knew you needed to do yeah but he, he made it a reality and i love the shit out of him for that dude everyone needs therapy i was gonna say therapy is awesome i'm in therapy everyone love needs therapy. therapy you fucking caught that bug lloyd <clears throat> i did everyone needs therapy and if you say you don't you need the most therapy so much <clears throat> not you the person i was there before <laughs> what everyone everyone should everyone go. fucking needs therapy i don't <sighs> <laughs> I need a lobotomy. It's different. Oh, I would like one of those too. No, <laughs> but no, it's just like I, I like trains. <laughs> I do like trains. I do too. I I have been telling people recently that like one of my autism things is I can tell you every number one overall draft pick in the NFL since 1990. Nice. <clears throat> Give me a year. Uh, 96. <sighs> Keyshawn Johnson. I remember uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Alex, there's a lot better ways of saying you don't get laid much. <laughs> I love Fine. you. I love you, but like, you could just. I could dial it back a little bit. Yeah. I don't do that to girls in bars. What note was that? B flat. So. <sighs> so yeah. Um. <laughs> You this have, is like, why it's a spectrum. I know. I'm it's trying to, a spectrum. I'm trying to, so, I'm trying to help. <laughs> yeah, all, all those things happened. And uh, what, where are we at? 2430 or 24-25. Also, I would like to say to most of the people listening, <clears throat> if you have not got out to see Alex do stand-up lately, yeah. he has uh, gotten immeasurably better every year that I've known him. In this past year, I feel like he definitely took a big, big step forward. Dude, I appreciate that because I, I got to do a, I got to do my road week with Gondelman, and I got to be a fucking feature on the road. Well, Alex, I've seen you come off of stage, and instead of being like, "Hey, did I do okay?" I've seen you for the first time since I've known you. You come off stage and go, "I did good." Yeah, Alex, you got pulled up on stage at the Clam Jam thinking you weren't going to get to go up on stage and I watched you murder that shit and you I, had I did no, our, I did pretty well. You did great in an audience full of mostly clam. You did <laughs> phenomenal and you 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 picked up on the Taylor Swift vibe right away, right away and you just you 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 didn't know. You didn't know you were going up on stage. I genuinely didn't. And no. it was beautiful. It was so good. And like I'm just watching all these chicks just dying. And I'm like, look at him. Look at him go. And you you were on a couple of the the Breezy Lee shows and you did fucking great. We Thank had you. some amazing shows. Thank you. Yeah, that yeah, clam jam one. It. She didn't even know I was gonna do that to you until I did it. <laughs> and you fucking did it. But, I let the audience take it away. Like, to me, it was, <clears throat> well, I, I guess I didn't do it. You know what I mean? But, but like, the fact that you were in the bucket. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry. we're, we're You're all hairs. good. Uh, <clears throat> no, I thought it would be fun for him to go up. And I, I was like, he's either going to hate this or love this. And he, got, he murdered, got off stage, big hug. I was like, fuck yeah, all right. I didn't fuck up. I didn't fuck it up. 
Moral of the story: You kick ass, Alex. Yes. Sorry, I wasn't trying to make it about you're, me. No, no, no. You're at another thing. You are all good, and I appreciate that because, like, I feel like every time, like, I I think I have 20 minutes, and I just like add like a couple little chunks to make the 20 to 25 seem like a little tighter and like more punchy and and stuff. And I'm really trying to like start featuring and trying to get on the road and. And shout out to Detroit House of Comedy for giving me a shot. I hope I didn't let you down. And Josh Gondelman was, I mean, I know it was a couple weeks ago, but Josh Gondelman was fucking awesome. And I can't wait to get out on the road again. I've got a, dude, I've got a full fucking week on the road coming up in uh, November. Literally, so far, seven shows in eight days. What? Yeah. That's fantastic. Holy, dude, make sure you, one, Drink a lot of water. Yes. Stay hydrated. Yes. Because those are the same thing. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just making sure you remember that. So, because that's that's a lot of that's a lot of energy. Like, oh yeah, holy shit, eat. Like, I it, will. I'm, my 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 mom sister instincts are kicking in. I'm like, oh my god, make sure you're okay. I want my little baby to be baby. <laughs> Don't just, get sick. Just find the lady to breastfeed you a couple times. <laughs> That's my favorite voice to do. The 40-year-old woman who donates way too much money to a megachurch. That's my favorite fucking voice. <clears throat> Wait, before we do these burns, I'm just going to make sure you answer to the Lord. God, I wish I could remember the name of the fucking uh, documentary on HBO. I have no idea. There's a lady from like a megachurch that her hair got bigger like every year. I just can't remember what the name of the documentary is, but it's... Amazing! It's fuck yeah. He ain't lying. That's for real. What happened? Damn, but, uh, that was the the diet the diet religion lady. Yeah, she's like, you can't be Jesus's friend if you're fat. But yeah, like you can pray the weight away. <sighs> yeah. Dear God, salad. <laughs> <laughs> Jared did it with sandwiches. This bitch did it with Jesus. Well, Jared did it with way more than sandwiches. So, we're going to segue from that to Bengals talk. Breezy's going to go to the bathroom uh, while we do that. Yeah, because we have some things to talk about. Bengals couldn't fucking pull it off. What the fuck happened last week? It is, uh, it's a tough start to the season. They are... 0-2. I also want to throw this stat out there. Zach Not just 0-2. 0-2 in the division. Yeah, that's that's a tough start. Zach Taylor is in weeks 1 and 2 of his career as a Bengals coach. In weeks 1 and 2 in his Bengals career, he's 1-9. and 1-9. The one game he won was week 1, 2021 against Minnesota. Yeah. And I was at that game. And it was... Uh, but, like, <coughs> dude... Play your fucking starters in the preseason just for a little bit. Yeah, just, I mean, do what everyone else is doing a little bit, guy. Yeah, it's like, I I get that the preseason is... High risk, low reward, but it also is, it's different than training camp. It's like you're giving your players actual in-game reps, fucking Northside podcast. There's sirens at least once an episode. It's how we roll. Yes. But no, just give your starters a couple reps and just like maybe like a couple series just to give them some like in game time together and 
It's it's fucking insane. And Zach Taylor does this every fucking year, and it always blows up in his face. <clears throat> uh, Joe Burrow, still he's improved. I mean, improved. He couldn't have gotten worse. Yeah, there was nowhere to go but up. Uh, Joe Burrow was twenty-seven to forty-one for two hundred twenty-two yards, two touchdowns, both of them to T. Higgins, and a T- crucial mistake by throwing a pick um, deep in Ravens territory. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, that was just like it's just like that pass was just like thrown up, just completely up for grabs. I don't know, who, like was he throwing to Chase or something? It looked like he was. That's what he was aiming for. And then, just, but also, if I remember right, I think Irv was in that area too. So it's kind of hard to get guess who he was. It's like one of the. He, he's not like throwing the ball down the field that much right now, is he? No, I think they were trying to get a lot more of like the quick release, early season, like they've done in the past like three seasons. Really, yeah. is, is a lot of it's a lot of ding dunk. Is the O-line quick asleep? release? Is the O line asleep? Can we answer this? question? No, they're quick? they're are they are they just they're doing fine. They played great against Baltimore. I mean, if you look at like stats wise, like uh, uh, PFF, uh, Kappa, Karras, Brown, honestly, even Williams did well. I think Volson struggled a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's the only one that I think his score was lower than yeah. you'd want it to be. But also, you're, you're, you're talking about the Ravens' defense. The defensive which, line, which the Ravens, the Ravens always do. have a solid defense. Joe, also I was going to say last year, when they went 0-2, the quarterbacks were Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Yeah. Um, Lamar's quarterback rating was 112.8. Burroughs was 85.6. Um, he also had a five-yard rush in the game. Uh, leading rusher was Joe Mixon, 13 carries for 59 yards. Pretty pedestrian, but he's kind of been a bright spot this year. I mean, he came out about four and a half yards a game against the Ravens, or four and a half. Literally exactly four and a half. Yeah, so rushes per yard, uh, per uh, yards per rush against the Ravens, which means he's in the top six versus the Ravens in the last 12 games. <clears throat> Irv Smith Jr., who played exceptionally well, I think. Like, uh, watching, we've been over this. <clears throat> I played tight end in high school. I, I, I pay attention to tight ends and DNs a lot more than I do a lot of other spots. I think Irv did fantastic on his blocking assignments. And I think he did very well of making himself an available target when he could. Yes. I mean, he only had two receptions for 10 yards. I don't think he's like, because <clears throat> a lot of people only see tight ends as like slow wide receivers. Right. But like they like cuz I think fantasy football has kind of taken over foot like people's football mentality like they just like like Kyle Pitts for example. Yeah, you got your Kyle Pitts, your your Kettles, your Well, Kyle Pitts doesn't really put up stats that much. No, like I think Irv Smith uh, he played a very functional game. He did what yeah. he was supposed to do. Um <clears throat> also uh, a nod to Jonah Williams. I think he did pretty good. On his side, like he played, yeah. he what you didn't hear his name much, which is a good That's thing. That's the best sign of an offensive lineman is you like you don't hear their name much. Yeah, I think the only the weakest part of the offensive line to me was Volson. Yes, but he had a tough fucking assignment against you know one of the top three guys in the fucking league. So. Yes. Leading receivers, uh, a guy I had on one of my fantasy teams, T. Higgins was a fucking dog. He was. Yeah, he showed exactly why he is. He's the big target. Yeah, he, he's the guy to, to contend with. Yes. He had eight receptions, 89 yards, two touchdowns. 
The guy was very good. Back to the action. Dude, T. Higgins, kind of a dog. Yeah, he looked great, man. Uh, Eight receptions, 89 yards, two tutties. The guy was like, because after having a game where you're 0, 0 for 8, like you had zero catches on eight targets. Yeah. Not good. I mean, it's also a lot of the circumstances with yeah. like what happened with Burrow's calf and the, and the rain and shit. Like Burrow just overthrew. A lot of overthrows, yeah. It's... But this week he fucking came back and made some fantasy owners very happy. Also, I mean, he made a case for this is why we got to figure out how to keep him. I know, dude. I really want to think the Bengals know what they're doing with this because they've paid Burrow. What do you think? I look at what they did with Pratt and Logan Wilson. Yeah, because they're selling points. Because Pratt signed for what three twenty one, and then Logan was like four thirty nine and a half or something yeah, like that. It, yeah, they got great deals for both. Yeah, because they want to be on this team. So I understand, like T maybe wants WR one money. He wants like I feel like he wants like Amari Cooper money. <clears throat> right, but I think given time, like he. Uh, yeah. I think he's doing what he's supposed to do right now, saying like, with how low they low, how much they lowballed me. I'm not sure if this is going to be uh, a long time thing. Like he's doing his part of what he's supposed to do, but I think when it comes crunch time, at least I hope this. I can't say I know, but I hope that working with people like Duke Tobin and Katie Blackburn and Zach Taylor and people who appreciate what you're doing, yeah, I think he might get a very incentive-rich offer Yeah, I think that's, that they can't do right now. and But also what sucks with that, it, well, the flip side of that is that pretty much every NFL player <clears throat> wants guaranteed money. <clears throat> right, which I think they'll give him a, a reasonable guarantee. Yes. And I will say, um, I was talking about this with Mary Santora at Go Bananas because like, she told me something that, that like makes a ton of sense. She said she hasn't watched the Browns in two years. And there is uh, one very simple reason why. That would be Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I don't. And she's like, I'm sorry for not watching. I'm like, dude, that's the best reason possible. Yeah, don't be sorry for that. That's uh, that guy's such a piece of shit. Uh, so here's the thing: normally, uh, any football season, I'll watch a bunch of games. Okay. Uh, if the Bengals are playing, fuck whoever they're playing. I hate them. If the Bengals aren't playing them, I usually root for the Browns or the Ravens to win. Never the Steelers. Fuck the Steelers. Pittsburgh Always. is a shit city. I, I hate everything about it. Pittsburgh strikes me as very boring. <clears throat> well, they also, I mean, just statistically speaking, they have the most uncalled penalties in the NFL since like 73. Oh, I believe it. <clears throat> it's uh, every year it's. Pittsburgh, Dallas, Green Bay, and fuck, I forget Probably that. New England? No, New England is actually one of the most penalized teams in, in NFL history. Okay. Uh, but there's like four, and, and it's honestly the four stadiums that that, that have the biggest presence. Probably of Dallas? Tr- of tr- no, that's what I said. Dallas, oh. Green Bay. Chicago? <clears throat> no, it's Dallas, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, and... We'll figure it out. What I I can't remember. It's irrelevant. But it's where most of the training happens for a lot of the officials. That's right. We're like we, I think we've talked about this before. Yes. So 
<clears throat> if you know going into the season that that's a thing, so much so that your coach has stepped on the field to trip players. Yep, I remember that. So much so that you have squirreled your way out of incentivizing players to hurt other player And issues. you have uh, you literally idolized a quarterback who has <clears throat> two sexual assaults. <laughs> Tell which times were they, Lloyd? Once in Lake Tahoe and a uh, second time in, in uh, a little... Sound it out. Lakeside town near his, uh, his Georgia residence. There it is. Um... So yeah, we got a little off topic there. Yeah. We were kind of thrown off by Cody leaving. Yeah, it was weird. But um, Tyler Boyd, six receptions, 52 yards. Kind of a typical Tyler Boyd game. Not too mad at that. <clears throat> also threw a couple of very, very uh, good blocks for Mixon. Dude, Tyler Boyd is such an underrated bangle. <clears throat> well, uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. If we lose T, Boyd jerseys go... Through the roof in sales the following You season. think so? If we lose D, they're going to use Boyd. Cause like, Just going back to what, what Zach Taylor's done in the past. Okay. He's relied on slot receivers a lot. That's why he drafted Charlie Jones. Right, which, <clears throat> I mean, look what Chuck Sizzle did. How about Chuck Sizzle? First touchdown of the year is a punt return <clears throat> in the second game. Yeah, so, but uh, he's always used that. Now he has these two... Glaring weapons. Charlie Chase Jones is Higgins. legit. Yeah, so is uh, Yosivas. Andre Yosivas. <clears throat> I, I, I hope we don't lose Higgins. That would be pretty devastating. But I'm not terribly distraught if that happens. It, it's like if T leaves. Like look at um, look at the Titans for example. The Titans traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles for a first-round pick. Yeah. You know who that first-round pick became? It was Traylon Burks. <laughs> I will take A.J. Brown over Traylon Burks 55 times out of 10. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm with you 100%. But, but losing T would be very hard. I think it's with, like, Jamar and T are, like, kind of the perfect complement for each other. Like, look at look at Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They're two, for my money, don't hate me for saying this, they're the best duo in the league. Well, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. But also, I think, in my opinion, there is no best two. Any game changes drastically what can be achieved by any player on the field. You know, okay. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, this is more me just – I don't like the – these are the best two okay. in the league because oh, I'm watching the San, San Francisco and, and New York Giants game, and they're making – some of these guys look very pedestrian at times, and then, and, and then at other times they look like – Rock stars. It's, yes. It's, 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 <clears throat> I always have an issue with uh, these are the best two anything. Okay. The, the best, uh, like, uh, if you have the guy who has the most sacks by like five sacks, that's the best guy in the league. Yeah. Uh, same way, like, you, you've argued a million times on like Bengals posts. What I'm tired. <clears throat> Mahomes might be better than 
Dude, I had to spell it out for people last year that he had a better season than Burrow. Yeah, so <clears throat> that's the thing. Unless someone really like cements themselves as the best, I never like, especially like the comparisons of like two or three. I think we actually did this last year as well. Yeah, but sorry, go ahead. Um, Jamar Chase. It's been a tough start to the year for him. He had. I mean, five receptions for 31 yards. People kept sharing his route tree and, like, his completions and shit. It's, like, not a lot of deep routes, not what, like, not what got him the accolades. Yeah, that's, it's a, it's always a problem when you're not using someone in the way that made them what they are. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think he will improve. I think he's going to have, like, I think he could have a breakout game here probably in the coming weeks because he's got... Um, We've got L.A. coming up, and we got Tennessee, and there's, there, there's going to be a game in there where he fucking... I, I think with the Tennessee secondary, you'll probably see him show out. Fucking cook. Also, just with the way Zach Taylor's done it in the past, yeah, that's when you start third, fourth game is where you really... As we said, yeah, you don't get reps in the fucking preseason, whatever. You're, it's all good. So two, three, four games in, you start seeing... You start seeing that more, progress. Much you start, more aggressive play calling. Yes. So yeah, I think that 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 game will be show out. Yes. Uh Joe Mixon had four receptions for thirty six yards. Uh Irv Irv the Perv had two for ten. Um Dax Hill was the leader in tackles. Dude, it took him a year, but fuck he's been good. Best step up player. Between last year and this year, so far, dude, he took like fucking three steps. Out. <sighs> his uh, his closing speed is is absurd, dude. I'm fucking now up. that he's back in his natural position playing what Safety. he likes. His closing speed is crazy. He had uh, twelve tackles, nine of them were solo tackles, uh, one pass defended, dude. Uh, uh, other leading tacklers, Logan Wilson had ten tackles, seven solo. Jermaine Pratt nine tackles, seven solo. Dude, it's you're getting what you're paying for, and they've been awesome. Yeah, those two bright spots. I mean, the defensive uh, defense has clearly been the bright spot overall. Yes, but those two particularly. I mean, Jermaine Pratt. <clears throat> Literally, ever, so ever since Jermaine Pratt has been a holy. F- oh no, I thought McCaffrey caught that, but ever since Jermaine Pratt was a rookie. Even before he was like this huge player, I'm like, I see something in this guy. I could plays. Because ever since he was a rookie, it's like like when the Bengals linebacker core was thin as fuck, I was like, I always see Pratt near the ball. He does everything that's asked of him, and he makes huge plays all the time. He's the best. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe they got him for what they got him for. I was so worried we were going to lose him. I was worried we could lose Logan Wilson, but... Doing Pratt resigned. I'm like, wow, three years, twenty one mil. That's a deal. So I just saw him the other day. I yeah, you sent me a picture of his uh, old Maserati. Yeah, uh, I was driving beside him, and I, I was on seventy five. I actually saw Nick Scott too. No shit. I didn't send you that picture, but uh, <clears throat> I guess I, I was just as they were getting out or whatever. But I see this like weird blue Maserati. Like I was like, oh. That, that, it's a different kind of car. What is it? It's not something you see every day. <clears throat> but I'm looking at it, and then I look over in the window, and it's him and some lady in the passenger seat. Ooh. He looks over, and he sees me, and I just smile real big, like put an eyebrow up, and he just goes, 
ah, it kind of just does like that. <laughs> Not quite the finger guns, but just like the two finger point, like ah, yeah, and smiled back, which was really cool. And then literally as he pulls up, there's this roadster that pulls up, white roadster that pulls up next to me. And I look over and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Nick Scott. That fucking rules, dude. But I'm like, I'm looking over in the window and he just looks over and he just kind of does like a little half, half head tilt like, up so. nod. But yeah, the, the Jermaine Pratt, I was 100% certain. Oh, that fucking rules, the dude. The Nick Scott, I'm not 100% certain, but I was pretty sure. Um, So a couple of things I want to talk about before we get into the burns. Oh, the burns, not my best work this week. That's totally fine. Um, Burrow it has not been himself. No, and I think that, like I said, after you sign a $275 million contract, how old is he? 24, 25? Uh, he is 26. I think it's his age 27 season. Uh, okay, so... Imagine at 26 years old, you signed a contract for $275 million. Go on. <clears throat> what do your next few days look like? Well, oh. I'm a party. I'm going to go to every UFC fight. I'm going to bang all the bitches, even though I have a girlfriend. But if he banged a couple, wouldn't judge. I'm just saying, he probably hasn't recovered from the party the next few days after that. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't either. So, whatever. I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying that. If Soon it was enough. Me, if it was me, this season would be questionable. <laughs> um, but the calf is still kind of an issue. Uh, like he hasn't been. His mechanics have been a little off. He's. Uh, it seems like his reads are a little off. Well, I think yeah. Anytime you're worried about shit, it, it can affect that quick decision making. I think the anxiety has seemed higher. Like even just looking at him on the sideline, looking at him in press conferences, he seems a little timid. Well, just a little more rattled than we're used to seeing someone whose nickname is Joe Cool. Like, yes. So, <clears throat> but there's a reason he's Joe Cool. Yes. And I have no doubt that somewhere this season he'll find he'll find that that space. Yes. Um. But yeah. Once he finds it, I I I'm worried that like they keep rushing him because like apparently like is i was when jamar said that uh joe should wait till week five all the people were like what you're gonna uh you're gonna make us wait for our quarterback we just paid him all this money he might have been the smartest person in the room well he's a dude who spent his whole life playing football yes he's seen soft tissue injuries he's seen what it is he knows the time he's had them every player has <clears throat> So, yeah, I understand, like, it's also a weird spot thing for, like, the coaching staff and, like, Duke Tobin and, and yes. Katie Black, everyone up and down that line. If you're going to give him that contract, it's real hard to be, like, he's sitting out because his waggy is a little herded. It's a hard sell. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> um, Yeah, a lot of the fans were kind of shitty at the game, too. Oh, there was a guy who was sitting behind us that, he was yelling out each player's name. Uh, he's like, come on, Jermaine, you should have. And he was wrong, like, 70% of them. There was one play in particular that um, some girl was like, uh, come on, refs, are you being paid? And then it turns out that exact play, the penalty went towards the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. 
Someone's like, hey, are they still getting paid? <clears throat> yeah, people at the games, I, uh, I, have, I have once again realized I don't need to go to the stadium. There was one guy shouting like, come on, you pussy. <clears throat> Meanwhile, there's a kid in front of him. Well, there's one where, uh, so the guy I'm talking about behind, uh, there's one where it was, uh, it was a safety making a tackle. He's like, come on, Davis Gaither. And I'm like, you're. Yeah. <laughs> like, Are you just uh, shouting names of players you've yeah, heard of? Like, yeah, you just, you're just shouting that you know people's names. Come on, Trent Irwin. But like trying to, to impress his dick bag fucking frat boyfriends that were with him. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it made it made it mildly intolerable to be there. Yeah, but there's uh, the head one up. very glaring thing missing from this game review. Lloyd, you were there for it. Yeah, so where I was sitting, I'm right against the, the rail next to the, the uh, I, I don't know, the, 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 the area where you walk into your section. Yeah. <clears throat> and right in between... The two sections, the one I was in, the one next to me, is where the headbutt happened. Yes. I'm sure if you're a Bengals fan, Bengals fan enough to be listening to this podcast, you probably have seen some of the video. Or There was guy, two guys got into an argument literally over, I think, just them walking into each other was the best I could figure out. Something like that. <clears throat> so the one guy was annihilated. Of course. Like he was pure shark eyes. Yes. Like, uh, uh, he's yelling at at this other dude who's literally, like, putting his hands up, like, yeah, fucking chill out, everything's fine, what? and tried to walk away, like, twice. Okay. And then, <clears throat> so I'm, like, looking back and forth between this guy and the game. Okay. So the best I can tell, I think one of, the one guy threw a punch or something that didn't land. Okay. And then event staff jumped on him. Oh, of course. Which they should. And then as the sheriffs came over, the second person in the altercation stepped pretty close to the first person as he was getting handcuffed. Yep. And the first guy, I'll give him credit. <laughs> I, w- I, was, I wasn't going to say it. He threw a great headbutt. Holy shit. He put dude out cold where, I mean, no shit. Like four minutes later, the other dude was still staggering around with like event staff all like putting their hands on him, trying he, to keep him from falling. I mean, if you're going to get a felony, you better land the <laughs> shit out of that headbutt. <clears throat> so the guy who got headbutted, at one point, his buddy's trying to hand him his hat back, and he looks over and sees it, and then someone says something, and he looks back. And then he looks over and just takes the hat off of someone else's head and puts it on his own <laughs> instead of taking <laughs> his own hat back from his buddy. So he was rocked. <laughs> Which... Having been in kickboxing, I've been there. I understand, but the amount of phones that were out recording it, I felt bad for that dude immediately. Like, oh yeah, his uh, life he, is altered. Well, not not even the dude who threw the headbutt. The, the dude who caught the headbutt. Like, yeah, he thought it was done. As soon as like whatever happened, the event staff got it. He was just sure it was done, and he did not look like the most sober guy alive. Oh, at yeah. the time, but he was just, you could tell he's like, oh, okay, this is all whatever. That guy's being a dick. And then the sheriffs get a hold of him and he walks a couple steps too close and catches again, what I can only describe as a beautiful head. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was frontal growth plate to the edge of his chin, put him down lights out. That was, it an, was beautiful. It I was, mean, it, it feels weird to say excellent, 
after a bad <clears throat> thing, but dick, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he landed the shit out of it. Yeah, I'm sitting up there and I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> enough so that people in my section came over to the rail and were looking over. Oh, I don't blame them. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> I mean, it's and I was in uh, I was in line for water when this happened, so I look over kind of the like the wall bar- barrier area, and I see like a dude getting kicked out. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Ooh. I look over, I see nothing of it. I see fans getting kicked out all the time, and then like I check my phone three hours later. I was like, wait, what? No way! I was fucking near this <clears throat> shit. I, I mean, also got to see. <clears throat> Sorry, I also got to see a girl get thrown out. Oh, fuck yeah. And in the middle of her being thrown out, she's like, I've seen your dick, Charles. You have a <laughs> tiny fucking dick. But like yelling at one of the yelling at one of the event staff that was throwing oh. her out. And she's like, I've seen your dick, Charles. You have a tiny fucking dick. <laughs> fuck you. You can't put your hands on me. My my fucking dad knows your dad. Like it was just this whole string of like the Holy most shit. entitled. But I just love that she came with the fucking closer <laughs> right out of the gate. I've seen your dick, Charles, and you have a tiny dick. Girls, that was the best. Women fight way more intensely than men do, and it's beautiful. There was not, not even a fight. It literally was her, from the best I could tell. Again, this is just me kind of like looking back as I hear the outbursts happening. From the best I can tell is she had a camera that you're not allowed to have there. Like well, a detachable front lens. And she's filming. <clears throat> and someone came up and said something to her. And it just so happened that she was so fucking annihilated drunk that she went off the rails immediately. That's so fun, dude. But yeah, where I was sitting, I was like, this is the best part of the game so far. <laughs> I love they, that so I mean, much. They happened about ten minutes apart. No joke. Got her, and and like a lot of the fans are like, we've gone insane. And uh, can I give a very very hot take? <clears throat> we kind of deserve this. Yeah, I think I think. Uh... Just watching how fucking cocky we got, and just seeing how we're just like, we think we're the best. I mean, we're one. We were one of the best, but. We just got so cocky, and we just we we auto, we treated ourselves like we were like this NFL royalty now, and then like we have just come back to li- we've just come back to earth over these first two weeks. So a friend of mine texted me something the other day that I think fits right with what you're talking about. I think it was a very good realization. He's like, you can tell most of the players have not been Bengals fans for a long time. They've been on college teams that did really well. They started playing for the Bengals when the Bengals did well. And they talk shit like a team who hasn't been dog shit for 30 years. Like Jamar Chase is like, I guarantee you, has never seen a losing record. Right. So I thought that was a pretty good take from John, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, Also, just a a shout out to uh, James. How dope was that jersey? Dude, you had a fucking Connor McLagger jersey. That fucking <laughs> rules, dude. Yeah, James had had one made for me, so I just I had to wear it. That dude, if you ever go to a game again, wear it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm gonna uh, ask a question real quick, Lloyd. Do you want to read 
Were you think? Were you kind of thinking the same? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. Uh, Breezy. Ugh. She probably has her headphones in doing school. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Lloyd. There is one thing we got to do before predictions bullshit and plugs. Do you want to take down these fucking L.A. Rams? Yeah, I do. And great thing is, is I have basically two sets of burns. Lloyd, you ready to take down with Breezy these fucking L.A. Rams? Fuck yeah, let's go. Shout out to Breezy for stepping into the pod. She gets to laugh at her jokies here. Yay. We're going to start off with the mascot, Rampage, Lloyd. What do you got? He looks like that white lady that gets her hair braided on an island vacation <laughs> and then spends the next 15 years correcting your pronunciation of Bumbaclot. Uh, I literally fucking wrote a joke about this when, when I came back from Detroit. So um, don't uh, crucify me for saying this. But when I went to Detroit, I bought an Amon Ross St. Brown jersey or not a uh, jersey, uh, not a jersey, a jersey, because he is my oh, favorite. God, he is I my favorite. He is my favorite non-bangle. Why are you cringing? Jersey. <sighs> Just say a shirt. Just it's a shirt. shirt. It's a shirt. I'm sorry. I said jersey. I know what he's talking about, though. And don't call me jersey because <sighs> I was wondering what those were called. <laughs> Shirts. Uh, so I, I bought an Amon Ross St. Brown shirt and I wore it on stage one night. And I said, I, I feel like this is what um, moms feel like when they come back from vacation with their hair braided. <laughs> oh, <it's, laughs> I literally said that. It's like, this Sheila, this is not the real you. Amin Ra, that sounds like the name of like one of the 15 white writers from Mummies Alive back in the 90s changed their name to after writing that. <laughs> and I also do want to throw out there that my fantasy team name this year is Amin Radic Asphyxiation. <laughs> That's of great. course it is. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to take over your joke there, Lloyd. That's all good. Uh, My mom was one of those white ladies, though. She <laughs> did that. Yeah. I remember seeing <laughs> I've, met, I've met her. I, I feel like that is like one step below blackface. Uh, it's, it's blackface. It's just blackface. <laughs> it's, it's right. It's a different kind of blackface. It's right it's, there. In a tourist trap. Um, like, yeah. Uh, I always I said Rampage looks like he's mad because he's hungry and he can't eat the biscuits off his ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was that was a dumb one, but that's okay. Uh, the owner Stan Cranky, who is named after how he made the city of St. Louis feel. <laughs> he looks like Dale Earnhardt right now, <laughs> but instead of racing stock cars, so we do know he, he married one of the uh, Walmart heiress. He married Ann Walton. Oh, of course he did. So one of the uh, heiresses to the Walmart fortune, $9.1 billion. With a Gazillion. B. <clears throat> so, but, uh, so he looks like Dale Earnhardt right now. But instead of racing stock cars, he, uh, he plays the most dangerous game with a mentally, mentally handicapped Walmart <laughs> car people. <laughs> did you ever hear the old street <laughs> joke? Uh, what... Um, what do Dale Earnhardt and Pink Floyd have in common? Their last big hit was The Wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. I I, like dude, that. I like, okay, so this, uh, take this as you may. When I used to work in restaurants, one of my favorite things to do was just go with my coworkers and just tell fucked up jokes to each other. 
Yeah. Yep. It was the best. I think that's yeah. just working at a place. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're a person with a dark sense of humor? Here's every fucked up joke I've ever known. Yep. Yeah, when I worked at the zoo, uh, uh, you're talking about a bunch of people with master's degrees who are getting paid less than the people who pick up the trash from the zoo. It's like, <laughs> <clears throat> so a lot of those people did have dark humor and fucked up. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's I, so fun. And there's also, and we'll get back to the bearings here in a second. There's also something to be said. I love a joke that's like so like blatantly like offensive that you just know it's not serious. Yeah, but also it's it's all in how it's delivered. Because yeah. I'm going to say some of the maintenance guys that I worked with, they would deliver the jokes in the way that you're like, no, no, this isn't. You don't right. have any the, time. The, this and- isn't. No, just also just like the intent. You're like, oh, this isn't a ha-ha for you. This is just how you feel about Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like a certain race and or group and or yeah. cast of people. So, yeah, it, it all depends. It can be fun. That's one of the reasons I like hanging out with comics. I can make fucked up jokes. I can, I mean, I date a comic. <laughs> <clears throat> you can make fucked up jokes where people aren't like, oh, you're a fucking monster because you said this. But they're also not like... Yeah, let's fucking murder Jews so it doesn't rain in September ever again. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I genuinely... Okay, this is the last thing I'll say. I genuinely find anti-Semitism... Like, I don't understand it. It's They re- killed Jesus. We were literally just talking about this earlier. Too soon. <laughs> they killed Jesus. Like, because there's plenty of other... Harvey Weinstein. Like, religions and whatever that have, you know... Everyone does the same shit. It's just people picked up. They killed the son of God, so we're gonna hate him. Yeah. Uh, like, what's no. the, what's the dude from that '70s show that got Danny Masterson? Yeah, yeah. No, he's not a dangerous. He was a Scientologist. Yeah, he's not a dangerous cult that encourages that kind of behavior because Tom Cruise said so. Oh no! Oh, so much of Hollywood got fucked up by that. Shout out to Leah Remini for calling him out constantly, even God, though they so great. She rules. Yes, yeah, she does. Stacy Carosi, <laughs> uh, the GM Les Sneed. Les Sneed looks like a massive cock, but instead of beating off to his wife getting fucked, he beats off to an opposing GM using his first round draft pick. <laughs> uh, that fits uh, dovetails nicely into it. Based on some of the managerial decisions he has made, I think we might need even less Sneed. Yes, we do. (laughs) I try for some Alex jokes every once in a while. Every once in a while. They're fun to write. Coaching. Sean McVay. He looks like sad Daniels. He... Uh. (laughs) Um. (laughs) That wasn't even intentional. (laughs) Uh, Sean McVay's wife. Dime piece, by the way. Yeah, Instagram model. Holy fuck. Schwing. Is pregnant. Uh, she said, baby boy McVay is coming this fall, and we're so excited to meet him and love on him and have him interview for head coaching jobs in five years. Also, what do you think the uh, DraftKings sportsbook line is on whether or not that baby comes out? white or mixed race because i'm almost certain the only reason i will say minus 250 i'm gonna say the only reason that she is with him is his access to giant black super athletes they call him crying the corner mcveigh 
Oh, a hundred percent. Like he looks like he has had more than one conversation assuring his wife that Grinder is an app for dick-shaped sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterback. And how about this motherfucker, Matthew Stafford? <clears throat> he looks like he's try- constantly trying to remember what his mom said about what the rules are of when it's okay to touch your pee-pee. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Stafford's wife once threw a soft pretzel at a 49ers fan during a game. Nice. Uh, had she thrown the pretzel at a fan in a Cam Akers jersey, the fan would have been tackled for a two-yard loss. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, he was just traded to Minnesota recently. Indeed. Speaking of Rams running backs. Also, before I move any further, Matthew Stafford, He's a horrible fucking actor. Most athletes yeah, are. No, but his is, it, it's exceptionally like. It's <laughs> so bad. It's like, it, it, you remember reading Frankenstein Monster in like eighth grade? Yeah. No. You and I are different ages, Lloyd. You were Frankenstein's monster in eighth grade. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like he, it, his acting looks like when Lenny pet the, bon- the puppy too hard. Oh, like that's what his acting sh- like feels like to me. Oh. That moment and of Meisterman where Lenny pet the puppy too hard, so soft, and it died. I just wanted to touch her hair, George. Oh, so <laughs> soft, so soft, George. I- I'll kill them, goddamn bunnies. I will. I swear. Uh, Running back, Kyron Williams, <clears throat> with that little lightning bar- uh, lightning bolt scar across his nose, he looks like Harry Otter. At least that's all of his nicknames on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't tell if that's Kyron Williams or if I suddenly want to punch Jackson Carmen less. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Wide receiver Puka Nakua. Well, I'm glad someone from Maui survived. Oh. <laughs> the what? Oh, I said I'm glad snap. someone from Alex. That wasn't even a joke I had written down. Oh. It, Puka Nakua sounds like he was named while someone was karate chopping. <laughs> Puka Nakua. I said he looks like Lou Diamond Flathead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good joke. Also, I want to throw out this picture. What the fuck is that? Oh, wow. That looks like a calendar shot. <laughs> that looks like Colt McCoy's agent took that picture. <laughs> that is so bad. It's like, hey, guys, you want to play some football? He looks like the ShamWow guy had to star in high school musical football edition. <laughs> he looks like he's bending in strange ways. He looks like he worked at a framing store, and the manager's wife was like, I'm going to take pictures of you to put in the frames. <laughs> Looks like they photoshopped his head on. It does. <laughs> it's such a bad picture. <laughs> Looks like if you Googled white person with not white person name. <laughs> I mean, he went to the probably the whitest school in America, BYU. Oh, no. Yeah. Magic uh, underwear. 2-2 two, two at well. Do you have anything on Tutu? Uh, well, this works better if I... Uh, Say it. All right. Uh, 
Actually, I can't because it only works based off of what the other person's joke was going to be. You can say the other person's joke. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so someone who was going to be on said, Tutu's teeth are whiter than tennis. They're whiter than what? Tennis. Okay. Which was a, a nod to you. <clears throat> and uh, my response was, uh, his teeth are whiter than being able to talk to your father. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because me and or the, the other person who would have been a guest cannot do that. <laughs> that is very funny. People listening <clears throat> to this are going to be like, man, something crazy happened. <laughs> Someone had three shots of vodka and got a little <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Cody Hucker tanked. Oh. Uh, you guys remember the last name Hucker because that also comes into another joke later. Uh, Hucker. He looks like semi crisp. <laughs> <sighs> Not little crisp. Semi crisp. Um, <laughs> nothing? All right. <laughs> Tutu Atwell is 165 pounds, 163 of which are in his nose. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, and we also have Van Jefferson, who looks like if Bernie Mac is scared of you, motherfuckers. He looks like Kevin Kidney. <laughs> he does set, look like Kevin set, Hart. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything on Hooked on Scaronics? <coughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I bought ma- mushrooms off this guy at a, at a fucking Bucky's on 74. <laughs> Dude, I still haven't been to Bucky's. I haven't either. No. Have you been? Yeah. Is it? It's just fine. It's just fucking Pilot. Yeah, I like Pilot. Yeah, it, Dude, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's fine. That's the story I wanted to tell, and I'll tell in predictions and bullshit. Because like, I went to also, a- <clears throat> when you look at him, don't you feel like he has all right, all right, all right, like tattooed on the root of his dick? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and when when he gets a boner, it's all rise, all rise, all rise. No, but like I, I bet you, like his mantra, like while he's doing yoga, is, you know what's cool about high school girls? I get older, they say the same age. Like, he looks like he's Matthew McConaughey's biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird thing to say as a substitute teacher, but. Tight end. And finally, Tyler Higby. Oh, Tyler Hucker. I mean, Higby. <laughs> I called him Football Cody Hucker. He looks like his first purchase after signing a multi-million dollar NFL contract was an above-ground pool. (laughs) He looks like Cody Hucker has a regular-sized penis. (laughs) That was an on-the-spot burn. He looks like Cody Hucker was actually good at one thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Lloyd. Alex. Breezy. Yes. I think we got him pretty good. Uh. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think we did. We got it uh, pretty the good. The roast? Yeah, you roasted and toasted. Predictions and bullshit. All right, so I want to tell the story real quick. So did you see the picture that uh, that Cy put on Instagram of him wearing the Garfield shirt? No. So Cy, so Cy friend of the pod, Cy Amundsen, he put, a, uh, he put a picture on Instagram of him wearing a, uh, a Garfield shirt. I'm gonna pull it up right here. This is is this it right here? All right. 
It says, sorry, I'm busy. I'm too busy doing nothing. Yes. Uh, so, um, I, uh, so he got that shirt cause he, I DJed a wedding last Friday and we, him and I went to, uh, uh, Kohl's. Okay. Admittedly, cause like I bought, uh, some clothes from Kohl's and he helped me pick them out and I was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, that was your, you don't say face. I'm not gonna lie. I just thought about going shopping with you. I'll I, go shopping with you, Alex. No, 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 I love you. You understand that, but like, I'm not good at shopping. I, I can't. That's not my. Place. I have fun with you at Target. Right. Well, I'm saying, like, if I was looking for clothes, like, I had to buy clothes. I squeeze your butt a whole lot. Then. Yes, that's true. But I, I, I just <laughs> pictured going shopping with Alex, and I'm like, I don't want. I don't ever want to do that. So we bought that shirt. Sorry, too busy doing nothing. So you brought up the pilot station. So I went to the one on 75 because uh, uh, my my day job, we were driving from Dayton to Milford and we stopped at the pilot station and I saw that they had a bunch of like fucking like super repub t-shirts and one of them was said, uh, uh, never argue with a trucker's wife because you're not going to win. <laughs> I bought that shirt for size. Bro, I would love to have that shirt. I have one, and I got one from. I, I mean, I got one for myself. Dude, what size are you? What size? Two X. Two X. I'm gonna get one for you. I'm yeah. gonna be on 75 tomorrow. Uh, Breezy and I were driving up to New York, and we saw one at a gas station that said, "I still ain't seen Obama's birth certificate." <laughs> and then on the back, it said, "Or Hillary's email." <laughs> it was the most uh, like targeted, comical. No, you know. The best T-shirt I ever saw was in Gatlinburg that said, "I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars." I've seen that. I, you know where the first place I ever saw that T-shirt was? When I worked at Toby Keith's. <laughs> was it Toby Keith saying it? No, <laughs> but I did see him live. Do you know that bit I have about him? Blowing cigar smoking. That's a hundred percent true. That <laughs> actually happened. I know. We've talked oh about. Oh my god. And everyone's like, "Oh, Toby blew cigar smoking <clears throat> in your face. What a dick!" I'm like, "Actually, it's pretty cool. Not gonna lie." <clears throat> So, um, can I tell you my favorite part of that truck wife's trucker t-shirt, trucker's wife t-shirt? Large was the smallest size they had. Of course it was. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it's like they didn't sell smalls or mediums. It was just large enough for yeah, truckers' that, wives. That's, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> they so, went all the way up to 3X. <laughs> uh, years ago, me and my friend Danny Rouse, we were driving up to a, a, the cam- a camping trip. We go on. And we literally heard a, in the mo- deepest, most thick Indian accent you've ever heard. We saw the largest human being we had ever seen in our life <laughs> arguing with people at a truck stop that they didn't have a 6X. Let's go! That they didn't have what? A 6X. <laughs> 6X. Six. 6X. Six like, like after 5. Like, I looked at Danny. I literally put my hand on my friend Danny's chest, and I went, so a 6X exists? He's like, probably, but I'm pretty sure it's either shower curtain or moo-moo. And I thought that was hilarious. But this... 6X. He was so totally, funny. It was literally like a flying J. The guy Shout was buying... Shout out to the breakfast biscuits. <laughs> the guy was buying like a... a a thing that was like for a rack of shot glasses. Okay. That was two skeletons on either end with 
Confederate flags in between. Oh, yeah. When I say Indian, I don't mean feathers. I mean dot. I don't understand what was happening, but he asked for a 6X, and they were like, yeah, we don't have that. And he got wildly angry with them. Who has that? I don't know, but it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my goddamn <laughs> Walmart. Walmart has that. <clears throat> what yeah. shirt do they have that's, that's a bed sheet? It's a shower curtain. <laughs> Fuck, that's so funny. Like, I come from a long line of fat people. Six X? That's when you just cut a cut a couple armholes in a sleeping bag and call it a day. It's a like, snuggie. Yeah. <laughs> like my man had to be young. He had to be like twenty two. I, I will say, looking at him, I would have thought like dead. I would have thought he was dead. Uh, Wait, what was it? What do you think his pants size was? Oh no. Uh, <clears throat> Tether ball. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I would say, uh, 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 what is it they covered the, the practice dome with downtown? <laughs> um, I did the, the say vi- that the vinyl practice dome cover. <laughs> I did say that, that, uh, that practice facility looks like someone painted a Bengals logo on the Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that they bought those from this guy. No shit. I think that was his his previous trucker underwear that you couldn't shit through. That's so funny. I was going to say swimmies. <laughs> I fucking love that so much. How have I never heard this story? I don't know, because I think of shit when things come up. I... That is hilarious to it's me. from the vault. How is it you don't have a sick... Oh, no. How is it you do not have a sick... I can't do accents. It's... But I also should not. I do was going to say, I we, we that just shouldn't. Should. <laughs> yeah, I should not do that. But hell yeah, dude. Predictions and, fu- and bullshit. I say, dude, until further notice, I say the Rams beat the Bengals. I think she might stab you. and I'm not sure. So I'm waiting to see what happens. In true hopeless, optimistic fashion, I am going with the Bengals. Because who day forever? Who day forever? And um, I uh, too lost bets last week, and that was unfortunate. But uh, like, as a true Bengals fan, I will say I I hated fantasy football because okay. like we would get our asses handed to us, and then some asshole at the football game would be like. Well, at least I had so-and-so on my fantasy team. Like, get fucked. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm still upset. Literally why I stopped playing fantasy football. Like, I... Uh, you're, like, your player you used as an example is Santonio Holmes. <clears throat> yeah. I, the Bengals were losing, and I, I heard this sentence come out of my mouth, and it was the last year I've played fantasy football. I was like, well, at least Santonio Holmes just scored. This is when he played for Pittsburgh. I was like, at least Santonio Holmes <laughs> just scored, so... I'm going to win. Like, I got the fantasy point. And I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm yeah, out. I, I was just like, you fucking turncoats. Like, how dare you? Like, you just cheered <clears throat> on fucking Pittsburgh. What the shit? But I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Bengals. I'm Bengals. And we're, we're going to have the white uniforms on. Um, really hyped because <sighs> those are sweet. They are the best uniforms. They are so rad. They are so rad. I love that style. Love it. Even if Cleveland tries to straight rip our balls, like, fuck y'all. If you haven't seen their... uh, The new uniform? 
He's gone. Have you seen that, Alex? The what? Cleveland's new uniform. Oh, they're dog shit. They fucking ripped it's, our shit. It's just the white uniforms without the cool stripes. With a brown with a brown stripe going. Yeah, across. like fuck y'all, but bangles, bangles, bangles. <clears throat> All right, my prediction is uh Burrow's gonna play. Bengals are gonna win. Uh, I'm gonna say thirty-three to twenty-four. Oh, I love it. Um, I'm gonna say, for optimism's sake, I'm gonna say Bengals seven hundred and sixteen. Rams four. My player of the game. He's going to rebound. My player of the game is going to be Jamar Chase. <coughs> he's going to have 30 receptions, 700 yards, seven touchdowns, two coin flips. I like it. That's Bold prediction. <laughs> Logan Wilson suplexes Cody Hucker live on air. <laughs> Love it. <coughs> so, uh... My player of the game, uh, Jermaine Pratt. Ooh, good, good, good call. He's going to have forty-nine tackles. Wow, seven interceptions, dude. Two hundred and fifteen yards from scrimmage. Okay, and he is going to physically murder Sean McVay, dude. And then fuck his wife, which is the only reason she's with him. <laughs> dude, she's going to have to be a single mother. So my bold prediction. Is Connor McLegger. Connor McLegger. He kicks a field goal so hard it hits the field goal post, bounce off. It's good. But the field goal post falls down. Dude. And you're on to something. 11 people. Wow. Dude, I like it. Breezy, what's your prediction? Oh my gosh. Well, I think I'm going to go with uh, Sam Hubbard because Cincinnati kid. I think he's going to get another one of those crazy returns where he gets to fucking just chug along and then like do the oxygen thing again. That would rule. That was one of the dopest things I've ever seen. Um, I think that uh, McPherson is going to kick a 63-yard field goal. It's kind of low ball in there. Uh, okay, let's make let's get crazy, huh? How about uh, eighty nine? Yeah, we'll go with eighty nine. I like it. And uh, I think that T Higgins is going to score like five touchdowns because people keep shitting <sighs> on him game. left and right. Just to represent his new number five. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just I saying. And uh, I think uh, maybe Chad Johnson will be on the sidelines, making sure they win that motherfucking game. Let's fucking go! Let's I'm all for go! It. All right, I like it. I like it. Finally. Plugs, Lloyd, what do you got? I'm going to toss this over to the beautiful and talented Breezy Lee. <laughs> um, October 13th, a.k.a. Friday the 13th. Could this be, uh, could this show be cake and boxing? Cake and boxing. Oh, you mean pie and violence. That's right. Yes, pie and violence productions. Uh, the comedy showcase series will be having another shindig at the beautiful and illustrious chameleon located on hamilton avenue at I was 9 just there. p.m we love it the food is fucking fantastic the wait staff will blow your mind and your dick <laughs> no they won't 
Yes, they will. <laughs> They've done it to hey, me before. Yeah, I was going to say, what you do on your own time is your business, Alex. Maggie's a sweet girl. You leave her alone. Oh, Dude, she is dare. a sweet girl. I love her. Yeah. But anyways, it's 9 p.m. It's fucking free. We got a killer lineup, which is crazy because the title is... Camp of Killers. Daddy made his first comedy flyer. I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, he did. It's pretty awesome. So Headlined by friend of the pod, Blake Hammond. Yes, Blake Hammond. Yeah. So, but we got some cool people on there. That'll be fun. Um, Shenanigans. Fucking rules, dude. Um, You have any other shows coming up? Do I have any other shows coming up? I don't think so. No, I actually, well, I'm in the thick of school right now, fall semester. Very true. So, and it's anatomy and physiology Ooh. is my big class this semester. Okay. So, the that's why the, the pie and violence thing is pretty near and dear to my heart, because not only do I get to do it with Lloyd, but, like, that's my big outlet. Like, But also, shout out to the fucking Chameleon Open Mic, because that's also home away from home that I usually yeah. bop in. Every Thursday there. night. Yeah, not ev- I wasn't there tonight. No, I said the, the mic is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not there every Thursday. John Holmes is. That- Going over rules for 15 minutes. <laughs> you gotta have rules. Nah, uh, but yeah, so that's that's awesome. But um, I follow have a- Breezy Lee on Instagram. Yes, follow Breezy Pie on Instagram. Breezy Lee five one three. Pie and violence on Instagram. Yep. Soon they have all kinds of shit. I uh, I have a few dates coming up. I have uh, uh, October first. I'll be at Commonwealth. I'm doing their mic. I'm gonna Whoop. just try out some shit. Uh, is what it is. Um, I like that place. It's pretty cool. I like Commonwealth. Uh, Sean Braley and uh, friend of the pod, Sean Braley, friend of the pod, Allison Stapp. They run it. They do a great job at it. Have you been to that venue before? Yeah, I recorded. Uh, Loved bomb. Oh no shit. Yeah, before it opened as an actual venue. Nice. Um, I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> October thirteenth, cool. I'm likely going to be doing a little don't tell. Not going to tell where. It's not. It's not in Cincinnati though. I will say that. Um, that kind of bums me out because I wanted you to do like birthday karaoke after the show. Oh, at um, oh for that one for the pie and violence. Yeah, thing. but that's okay, Alex. You're too cool. I know. I'm not cool. Stop. Uh, November. Um, like I said, I'm going on the, on the road for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, November, fuck, what is it? I think it's November 12th, I'm going to be at Hoppy Wobbles Pub in Bloomington. Nice. November 13th, I'm going to be at Butch McGuire's uh, in Chicago. Love v- that place. VA Bennett yeah, Show. Yeah, I've been there. That's uh, a fun time. Tuesday, the 14th, I'm going to be at Best Night Ever at the Lincoln Lodge. Been there too. That's a swell t- Dude, I love how that place is designed. It's so cool, man. Love it. Uh, November 14th is a little TBD. Uh, I'm going to try to get on Comedy on State in Madison. They have, a, they're, they have their mic that night. Mm-hmm. And Thursday, the 16th, I will be at Sisyphus Brewing in Minneapolis. Ooh. Minneapolis yes. rules. I lived there for a few years. It's and pretty cold and awesome. Uh, November 17th and 18th, I will be featuring for Steve Vanderplug. At Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That club's great. It's like, dude, Lloyd, it's like fucking, it's a little 50 seater punk rock room. It fucking rips. And then I'm going to be driving back that whole day. November 19th, I will be at Black Circle Brewing in Indianapolis, Indiana. 
What's up, for Kia? the Sunday show. Fuck Alex Price. Yes. Also, you also uh, you heard it here first on the week of the Bengals by. There might be a little show happening at Chameleon. Whoop. Love to hear it. Which uh, <clears throat> friend of the pod, Uncle Cy, might be the one to headline. Oh, oh. We'll fucking see. So it'll be like a football hangover show because it's the bye week for the Bengals. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We're still figuring out the, the, the minutiae for that to work. But in essence, right now, everyone's on board. So fucking A, dude. But a couple things. One, re recording was the best decision we could have made. Yeah. But Lloyd. Alex. I think we only have one thing left to say. And Breezy. Yes. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, you, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Rams. Rams. We, we like the Bengals. Wow, man. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.